Hey everyone, welcome to episode 51 of the Cracked Die podcast. This is Anwar. I play Temid on the show. You know, the cleric, the guy who relies way too much on drinking. You know that guy? Well, anyways, like I said, this is episode number 51. I was just one off from the episode that I really wanted. I wanted to kind of do episode number 52 so that I could be the one that greets you when you listen to the episode that represents about a year or so of us recording and broadcasting our show to you. But you know what? Now that I think about it, the number 51's pretty good too, actually. It's the atomic number for antimony. It's the number of an area in somewhere in Nevada that's controlled by the U.S. military. It's the number of essays Alexander Hamilton wrote defending the new U.S. Constitution in the Federalist Papers. It's the number of Bernie Williams, a wonderful center fielder for the Yankees in their dynasty years. So, you know what? I feel pretty good about greeting you for this particular episode. So, things have been getting pretty crazy. Uh, last episode was quite a roller coaster for us, and I'm, I'm sure it might have been for you as well. And there are a lot of questions to be answered for both you and for us. So you just have to keep listening, right? Speaking of listening, you don't have to just listen to us. You can also watch some of us play tabletop RPGs as well. Did you know that this Saturday, that's right, this Saturday, September 19th, you could watch Absalom in Order on the Cracked Eye Twitch channel? That's right. Isn't that great? You can listen to my voice now and then watch some people who are actually competent at playing Pathfinder 2nd Edition over on our Twitch. All right, so now that I've bored you long enough, here's a nice, short, and sweet episode of the podcast. Episode number 51. Take care. Previously on the Cracked Die Podcast. All heroes chase the creatures that abducted Silver. With them being unable to catch them, what will they do now? Where will they go? And what ramifications does this have? Find out the answers to these questions and more on this episode of The Correct Die Podcast. Welcome to the 51st episode of The Correct Die Podcast. Hooray! Dude, this should be interesting. Yeah. It should be. We picked, <laughs> but we left on such an up note. Uh, yeah. Is it opposite day? I mean, because now. <laughs> you feel like it? We left on a good note. Me, is that what me? you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, he can't believe you. Either that, or or Sean was just speaking um, sarcastically. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, six of one, half dozen of the other, right? What? English is not my first language, so <laughs> that is my excuse for what's happening right now. So at the end of last episode, I gave everyone a hero point for some awesome RP. Uh, I would like to give Pond Watcher an additional hero point for yeah. for crying. Yay! Cry harder. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. It really oh. was. So. Well, he's mute now, so that was the last of it. <laughs> No. Who, Bond Watcher? Yep. Oh, no. no. Listeners, there. we promise that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> we know who's your favorite, guys. <laughs> Please don't leave us. <laughs> Listener, okay? Oh, that's right. It's just Craig. Sorry. Sorry, Craig. Yeah, it's just Craig. So with that, you all head back to camp. It's early enough in the morning that 
you've all gotten enough sleep to to prepare whatever you need to prepare so you get all your spells back um all of your components that you need for your blood magic and you've successfully solved this issue with Gerhard and Erhard Pentergast. If we remember that so many weeks ago, because things have changed, the group has changed. So I've moved you back to the exploration map. Renuli comes back and joins you all. Hey guys, what I miss? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> um, just like, just that, like. Uh, 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 uh. Something's yeah, like, nope, different. Nope. You guys look different. Younger. Oh. <laughs> oh. I mean, we did she, just adjust the median age of the group significantly. She she's not that insensitive about things. <laughs> she realizes probably what's happened. She sees the trail of blood that's drying. And she's kind of very somber and quiet with all of you as well. I would like to say that Pond Watcher uh, asked for the guitar string. Oh, actually, I was definitely going to say when we discovered that, like, Jasper, like, flaps over and, like, perches on your head and drops it there, like, like Silver with the crown. Aw. Yeah. So, did Silver leave any loot behind? <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow! All of his bags are back at camp, right? And we will... We were worried about Renuli being insensitive. I think that's what he would want. <laughs> that's true. In the spirit of Silver, loot the crap out of his stuff. That's the only way to honor him. He would have wanted it that way. He said he would carry Alex's sword because I was overburdened. Now I have to carry it again. God damn it. What a jerk. I would take it from you if it's... Uh, so, you do find his bag of gear, and it is a bit heavy with, uh, with some monies. This is the, still the same day that we did the chase? Yeah, so you guys have all come back to camp from that chase, from finding everything. So, Temid actually does walk up to his backpack, but he doesn't obviously take anything from it. He's not he's not Anwar. He's, he's actually a kind person. Oh, so I think he, Anwar's uh, a kind person. Yeah. Oh, you thought wrong, okay? Oh, okay. Don't ruin my street cred. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anwar is a hardened criminal. <laughs> yeah. Criminal. animal. But any- anyways. Um, he, uh, so Temid, you know, kind of looks at it and he kind of gently picks it up and he, um, he brings it over to everyone and he just kind of lays it down. He doesn't really know why he's doing this, but he kind of wants to bring it closer to everybody. And he wants everyone to kind of surround it. Almost like we all kind of know, I think, I get the impression that we all know that he's he's not just gone, that he's probably gone, gone. And so yeah. he wants to kind of pay his respects. And if we don't have silver to pay our respects to, his belongings, his backpack, and all those things, maybe what we can actually kind of um, pay our respects to and maybe say something for him. I don't want to make any uh, light of the situation, but it's well established that Silver slept in the nude, so his clothes are there. Okay. Um, it kind of wishes he didn't know that. He took his watch in the nude, too? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm guessing that between uh, Brianna and, and Temen, they would want to at least 
speaking on behalf of their... Well, maybe not, because Silver did have a thing which was against deities, didn't he? He did. Yeah, Yeah. so to to respect him, I, I think the way that I see they would do it is they would honor him in a way which their deities would be uh, approving of. However, I don't think that they would specifically name the deities and talk about their yeah. um, their accomplishments in a way that you normally would do when you're paying respects to somebody in that mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for, for example, and it's almost like a, uh, you know, something that Temid constantly does, but I think he's going to fill up that uh, magic mug with whatever uh, Silver's favorite um, drink was and fill up each and every one of the mugs and one extra for Silver himself and place that with him and then give one to everybody because he has so many of them. And, uh, you know, that that's one way that he wants to pay respects to everyone sits in that moment and accepts and acknowledges the fact that he is someone that's very important to us and he's no longer here. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think, uh, Pond Watcher appreciates this gesture and we'll, uh, imbibe and say, while silver did not follow any of the deities that we follow, I'm sure he would appreciate having a nice thought sent his way in even in a time of of such turmoil and struggle to know that for once his his group outlived him and I wouldn't put it wouldn't put it past him to come right around that corner at any moment I mean he was a tough old son of a bitch so from my point of view I won't be surprised when he shows up and until then, by Callistory, I will gain as much revenge as I can against anyone who, who did this to him, and I know he would understand that, and, you know, we'll ceremoniously take all the things in his backpack, because that's what he would have wanted. <laughs> Claire is going to raise her mug as well, and just kind of quietly add that uh, he was, he was a, a man who told the stories of others, and until we see him again. We'll tell his. Until we see him again, Brianna will also raise. Yeah, I think that's that's a nice that's a nice like toast. Yeah. Yeah. So you all take a moment, thinking of silver. So in his bag, he has the following items. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I had to break the tension somehow. He doesn't actually have very much gear. He had some robes. Well, presumably he took his like super fancy guitar with him, which yeah. is the thing he spent the most money on. Right. Yeah. He had that to, to try and cast out of, but other than that, you find the crown that he insisted that you wear, and you find 25 gold pieces, 436 silver pieces. I mean, he was rich. <laughs> yeah, I wonder where he got all that money. He stole all of that very early on in our career. <laughs> Wait, stole it? Stole it from where? Well, no, I mean, he found it, but um, it um, was un- the provenance was unclear. We could just say that. <laughs> uh, 
I don't. A second. Want... Where did you learn the word provenance? <laughs> Listen, I'm not stupid, okay? I just uh, don't speak common very well. Well, I think you speak it very well, and you're I'll learning you. every day. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> stop! Stop it! Stop! So, suddenly, we have like a Barton Homer bit. <laughs> I just choked Temin a lot. So funny. Well, uh, stop. Uh. No, I mean the only people in the world that he's not mad at now are you guys. So, where would you all like to uh, go exploring? Uh, back to Chaliax. Goodbye. Yeah. Okay. So I have a question about Silver Stuff. Yes. Um, did he have the Rings of Doubling? Oh, right. Did he ever give that to you? No. No. So, yes, he does have the the Rings of Doubling. I didn't know if you guys were wearing them as best friend rings. Oh, we were. You're right. Oh, yeah, that's right. So his, it's gone. It, the other ring is on his finger still. Cool. I forget what that does. It just makes you it, good at two-weapon fighting, right? No, it, it what it does is if you are a two-weapon fighter, it takes the runes from one sword and puts them on the other sword so you don't have to spend twice as much money as everybody else to... Ugh. And yeah, we definitely plan on giving that to you, but now Pond Watcher maybe realizes this and just doesn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> He just slowly throws his ring into a bush, like, ooh. No! <laughs> no, he keeps it. Yeah, and then we're going to find the other one and be like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally forgot about that, and so did my character, probably, so. Matt didn't forget about it, but Quintel never know. <laughs> like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, way back in the crypts. Yeah, these are the rings that Silver and I looted out of the uh, sarcophagi yeah. after Quintel asked us not to specifically, which is why yes. we didn't give them to him. Yes, those. Well, <laughs> see, did he complain at all about the hand swelling or the like? I would assume he would remove his rings at night. No, oh, I tried. Please. Silver I would tried. never in- remove his rings. <laughs> he probably swallowed it to keep it. <laughs> he would be ready to flee at a moment's notice at all times. He keeps it like pirates have their rings to pay for funerals. <laughs> like Yes. <laughs> you never know when you're going to need a ring. Give somebody, get me a favor, give a favor. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> wow, is he back? Good lord. That's a good one. So, uh, <laughs> where are you all headed? <laughs> right, right. That was the question. Sorry. Um, I would, I would like to say one last thing. Yes, please. Um, presuming that we are moving on as a group from this area, uh, Pond Watcher is going to remove his uh, musical instrument, the tuba, and he's going to leave it at the spot that Silver was abducted from, no. and he's going to leave the note. I'm sure okay. I'll see you again soon. Oh, just in case he escapes and comes back here, he'll know that we, you know, are still out here and frankly has a lot less desire to like do bard stuff now that his friend is gone. Yeah, I can only imagine if that makes sense. That might bring up some trauma. I don't know. So Renuli is still offering to scout for you guys. There's this hex that is to the west that she discovered that angel that she talked to that you guys never followed up on. There's also all the hexes all around that you have yet to explore. So my vote would be for us to go here directly northwest and send her directly north. That would put us next to the angel hex. It would explore one hex to 
the northeast of where we're going to end up. So depending on what she finds, then the next day we could go explore the angel, or we could go, you know, if there's something more immediate, we could go that way. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. All right. So you send Renuli exploring to the north, and you guys go northwest. So as you are walking along here, you find smears of bloods and the signs of a struggle mar the nearby jungle foliage, leaving a trail of broken branches leading further into the trees. For a moment, Hamid kind of thinks, is this where they went? Like, uh, yeah, is this where they may have gone? I would agree. Yeah, I think that's fresh on everyone's mind. Yeah. Um, if you want to, you can try to track where this leads to, if you think that's... Yeah. Alright. Yep, Let's do good. that. Whoever wants to <laughs> roll that survival check. Tell it, I believe you're the survivor of Yeah, 29, nice. 29 total. That's how you do it. Alright, you manage to follow this blood path, and you find... Bloodbath. Yeah. Mm. Bloodbath mm. and beyond. you find a big human like kind of fat if you will sitting around a campfire with a bag with a what with a a bag bag. it looks full (laughs) santa that's not what i thought that's not what i thought you said Hmm. you see that he has a bow and arrow sitting next to him and you see that there there is blood on the tip of the one of the arrows is the back bloody? Yes, it is. So, um, whatever the group does, Twin Talon's going to try to avoid notice and just kind of sneak around to the opposite side so that if something goes down, he'll already be in position. Because this person clearly kills somebody or something. They could be hunting, too. Switch. Right. But yeah. this person That's... is not unfamiliar with the ways of combat. So, if they attack us, Twin Talon would just like to be in position. And if they don't, then yeah. they just walk out of the woods. It's not like a yeah. deal. Okay. <laughs> Twin Talon's like that guy that just got out of prison. <laughs> my back to everything yeah, yeah you, you sit with your your back to the wall yep okay in that case would it be okay if Brianna would turn to the rest of the group and say sh- should we should we approach and, and see if we can communicate yeah who cares whatever let's go <laughs> so our, ang- our angsty teenager <laughs> he's grieving leave him alone Tamid sympathizes. Yeah. Oh, but Anwar doesn't. Oof. Yeah, Anwar's an asshole. I don't know what. I don't know how many times I have to tell this to you. (laughs) Okay, so I will kind of just like pat Conwatcher's shoulder. Yeah. Maybe he saw something. Okay, so Brianna will move through the trees and be like, "Um, "Hello there, sir." you see his head snap towards you, and he speaks in Mwangi. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Uh, the I thing. speak Mwangi. Only person? Yeah. Uh, can I tell his body language? Or the tone of voice? Yeah, he's surprised that a group of people just walked up on him um, in the middle of the forest. That's that's fair. I was gonna say that Brianna will probably like raise her hands, like I'm, I won't hurt you, or like I'm. She's not unarmed, but like she will not reach for her weapons. Right. So let's let's go into exploration mode. 
just so we can know what everyone is doing. So, uh, let's start with Twin Talon. Twin Talon, you said you were sneaking around to see what's going on, right? Yep, Twin Talon is sneaking around, trying to get to the opposite side of this guy from his group, just so that if he starts to you know, become hostile, that Twin Talon can move in and attack. But he's also listening. The guy's speaking Mwangi. I mean, he would understand what he says. So, Brianna, you're, what are you doing? You're approaching him, hands up, being non-threatening, I'm assuming? Correct. So I, I would hope to maybe roll a diplomacy? Would that be it? Sure, that sounds good to me. Okay, I will roll for diplomacy. How is a 22? Sounds Ooh. good to me. What is Soraya doing? Uh, she's also going to be attempting to communicate with Brianna. Okay. Um, so if he doesn't respond to Common, she will try and Elvin. Just say, you know, do, do you know the Akuje? Well, we're friends of we're friends of theirs, um, and I will roll diplomacy if I need to as well. But sure, again, she's, go. Yeah, she's addressing him and Elvin in the hopes that maybe if he does dealings with other people in the relatively nearish area, he'll understand. Great. 25. Cool. And uh, Vacher, what are you doing as an emo kid now? <laughs> I'm 90 years old, okay? <laughs> um, that is like a teenager. teenager by Elf. Yeah, he's a teenager. <laughs> he's definitely, he's like 20. Yep. Um, oh, okay, good. He's just going to stand and, and stand against a tree. and not, he, He's going to take no actions. I, I just picture that Pond Watcher is slowly going to turn into the crow. <laughs> the crow, huh? Yeah, he, you're going to start like painting your face white with some black makeup. I mean, I was actually wondering what this would do to his alignment. Yeah. But um, I guess we'll see. And if he can find any, if he can find any white face paint, you know. I hear Bakwano is white. Oh. Don't, don't tempt me. And Temit. Temit is going to walk behind Anna and uh, Soraya, and he's going to just kind of like put on a big smiling face, hands wide open, you know, just like he's going to use diplomacy, but he's not going to say anything because the two of them are already talking, and they'll just create more clutter in the in the conversation so he just kind of like just wants to look very open and friendly so you all are doing that and he just keeps gesturing speaking in Mwangi kind of trying to communicate but it it's not really making sense because it's a, a different language yeah or like because he's, okay. he's trying to say like I don't understand what you're saying like he, he like doesn't know what you're saying and um, he's talking to you in Mwangi. You don't understand Mwangi. He's, uh, you're speaking in common or Elvin, and it's not making sense to him. I'm in cast hearing light. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Does anybody have comprehend languages? No, I, I don't. I mean, That's what I was looking for. Somebody make a wizard. Um, Brianna will look around, be like, where's Twin Talon? <laughs> um, is there any way... Like, where is his bag of, of bloody bits compared to him and the other rest of the group? Yeah, it's right next to him. He's sitting right de- by a campfire. Okay. Eating, but it is sitting directly next to him. 
Okay. Do do I think that with him being distracted by the group that I could get up close enough to see what's in that bag? Or no? Like it's It will be a a a pose check against his you know, perception. But yeah, you could try. Alright, I'm gonna try. Alright. What are what are the rest of you trying to do while Twin Talon is trying to sneak up? Twin Talon will put his fingers to his lips as he's because I'm sure they see him. Right. Like the group sees him coming from behind. He'll put his finger to his lips. Like shh. Okay. Like don't say anything. Yeah, don't call out to me. Oh, there you are. <laughs> Be very, very quiet. I am hunting rabbits. <laughs> Brianna will will at least try and distract the the man be, and keep trying to communicate. And even if it's just through through hand gestures, be like you know, we're we mean no harm, you know, with the hands up and pointy point to the, the person, make the like the hand flip motions to the like who or what. I don't know, I'm going more Arabic, but yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Soraya, if if he is sufficiently distracted by Brianna, is gonna focus uh slightly away from Twin Talon, but clearly not focusing on the guy, and try to, like, thumbs up, thumbs down, like, what is he saying? (laughs) (laughs) Who is he? Where are you? Um, sorry. You're not Batmaning it? Gotcha. No, she's literally just kind of, like, looking at Twin Talon, or, like, like I said, slightly, slightly to the side of him, just kind of being like, yes, no? Like, does he look peaceful? What is he saying? I assume you understand. Give me one second going to bring you over to a role-playing map, just so I can see where you all are to give you guys a better idea. Sounds good. So he's got, like, long hair. Does he have, a, like, a dunce cap on? What is he wearing? I can't... Yeah, that's a hat. It's a hat. So, he is sitting on a log. His weapon is up on the log across from him. Okay. That's the bow? That's the bow, yeah. And... The bag is right next to him, directly to the north. So as you guys are attempting to play nice, Twin Talon is going to attempt to stealth up. So go ahead and give me your stealth check, Twin Talon. All right. So Twin Talon rolls a 23 for his stealth. And I rolled their perception. They have no clue you're even nearby. So what is in that bag? In that bag, as you realize the bag is much larger on the inside than outside. And I don't know how I can only reveal something to you, Matt. Oh, I know how. Yeah, Matt. Uh, I am going to show Matt what is in... What's in the box? What's in (laughs) the box? (laughs) Matt, if you go to your journal, you should see something in there. There's a person in there? Wow, well, unconscious, but yes, you see that. That's what you see in there. Okay. (laughs) What the shit? Um. Saray is still looking for, like, uh, is this guy dangerous? going on man uh okay twin talon is going to you know if we're going to a new um round of encounter mode or i'm sorry exploration mode 
Twin Talon is going to try to deal the bag and sneak away with it. Oh no! No oh, no! What are the rest of you doing? So so Twin Talon also is going to make some hand motions to the group. Try to be okay. stealthy about it, but he's going to basically put his fingers to his eyes, point to the bag. Then he's I going see. to make like uh, flapping motions with his arms. And then he's going to draw a circle around his head. He has the angel in the bag? And then he's going to grab the bag and try to make off with it. I mean, you can't say that out loud, but no, that's, but like, that's this, the motions this, that Twin Talon made. That's what's going through Soraya's head. <laughs> Granted, if they were playing charades in common, I don't think he would understand anyway. But, yes. <laughs> what? So, ah, uh, okay, as Brianna... Stealing, lying, anything of that sort is completely <laughs> not okay. <laughs> so I'll lean over and just kind of whisper in common, even though she knows this guy apparently can't understand it, that I th- I think he's saying that Renuli's friend might be nearby. <laughs> With that, you see him stand up and no. you see his head been 180 degrees. Nope. And in its place is the face of a snarling hyena. What? No, thank you. Uh, and yeah. it's the human eyes are looking directly at you, Twin Talon. He failed his perception check. And with that, we will find out what happened. No. What the oh. next no. week? No. Oh. Some kind of hyena transformer? What is this creature? Where did it come from? What's in the bag? Did this creature have anything to do with Silver's disappearance? Find out the answer to these questions and more on the next episode of The Cracked Die Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Eye Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape, because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path, are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information.